Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. My name is Ken Shreve, uh, joined today by our news editor, uh, Ed Carson, on today's uh, show. We'll take a look at, uh, well, sell-off in the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. Dow held up pretty well. Chevron was a, a top gainer in the blue chip index. Uh, but before we talk about the selling in the market today, let me throw it over to Ed, who's got uh, three stocks to watch. Yeah, I want to take a look at Alamos Gold, which did pretty well today, but Las Vegas Sands and Meritage Homes were among the number of leading stocks that did not have good days today. Yeah, interesting to see the dollar strong and uh, some gold stocks uh, outperforming today. So AGI, nice move off the 50-day moving average. All right, well, uh, why don't we start by taking a look at the NASDAQ uh, composite, which closed uh, pretty much near its uh, session low, down 1.3%. Uh, volume is a very close call. Uh, we could end up getting a, a distribution day for the uh, for the NASDAQ. Looks like we're going to get another one on the S&P 500. Uh, but uh, Ed, finally... Uh, we were talking about a NASDAQ that was probably looking a little overbought um, after a, a really strong move past that 12,000 level. Uh, we saw some you know, sellers in the index uh, today, uh, but it looks like we, we probably got a distribution day. Yeah, and I, I think if you look just at the NASDAQ, this is fine. I mean, okay, yeah, you don't like to see 1% drops, but honestly, it's still some distance to the 10-day line. This would run up quite a bit. Uh, you know, you can't get too worked up about this. I mean, there's some other areas that more concern. I think leading stocks were the biggest concern, but the NASDAQ, uh, I think, looks fine. This, If this rests here, uh, that that's fine. It's other areas of the market that you might have some more concerns, but uh, yeah. Well, NASDAQ still holding above uh, short-term support levels. Let's uh, switch over, take a look at the S&P 500, which uh, also uh, fell 1%, a little over 1%, 1% and uh, uh, probably going to get uh, higher volume uh, in, in this index as well. We've had an elevated distribution day count, uh, six uh, headed into today. Uh, we could get uh, seven, but you know the index is still holding its 21-day uh, exponential moving average. Yeah, and so this is sort of interesting here. It's a little different is that it was just butting up to 2023 highs last Friday, couldn't hold above 4,200. So what is this? Are we falling back into the sideways range? We could be, or is this just a little pause coming down to the 21 day line and then after a little bit move higher? I mean, we just don't know. Uh, so this wasn't terrible. I mean, you would have liked to have it held up a little better, but uh, it isn't showing a lot of damage yet. Okay, and the Dow Jones uh, Industrial Average uh, held up the best out of the out of uh, the the three indexes here. But after making a stand at the 50-day moving average last week, the blue chip index uh, gave up this uh, support level. Uh, looks like down about seven tenths of a percent uh, at the close. Yeah, so that's why it held up better percentage-wise. It obviously was in a weaker position. It just had less to lose. Like some of these other stocks we're going to look at, it's one thing to have, you know, some of them, you know, if you lose, you lose, you lose, and then you fall again. It's like, ah, it's starting to look a little weak. So while it held up the best, it looks the worst. All right, let's check in on uh, IWM. This is the uh, Russell 2000 uh, uh, small cap uh, ETF. This thing, this ETF ran right up to the 200-day moving average, right near that 180 level. Uh, turned tail, I think it had an intraday gain of 1.3%, uh, but it ended uh, lower by about uh, three-tenths of a percent, four-tenths of a percent, something like that. So that uh, 180 level, the 200-day line, still looks like uh, pretty good resistance here. Yeah, and this is obviously... The Russell does it by definition as the small cap index does not have any tech titans. So that has always been a problem for him. And then banks were an issue. Banks actually did pretty well today, but uh, that uh, that is a key resistance. This is one of those areas that's really lagging. And, you know, we saw some hopeful signs, but the fact is it has a lot of work to do. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, all right. Well, we, we've been talking about market uh, market breadth. Uh, even though we had pretty sharp uh, losses in the in the market today, ironically, uh, breadth wasn't terrible. It was less than two to one negative on the uh, on the NYSE and the Nasdaq. Let's take a look at that QQEW. That's the uh, equal weighted uh, Nasdaq 100 uh, ETF, and um, you know, not not looking at it, something that's broken here, Ed. No, it looks like a better version of the S&P 500, really, sort of. You know, it's above the 21-day line. One good day, and you're blasting out towards 2023 highs, though. It really wouldn't take much to get to the 50-day line again. That's part of the things. It's like it, it looks fine, but you wouldn't want another day like this. Another day like this would not be as, not be as enjoyable. And again, breadth on the NASDAQ, uh, less than two to one uh, negative. So it wasn't a, a day where we saw, you know, three, four to one, uh, you know, losers uh, beating winners. It was uh, less, less, less than two to one on both uh, both exchanges. Uh, RSP is the equal weighted uh, S&P uh, ETF here. And uh, this is another ETF that's uh, getting some resistance at that, you know, 200 day moving average and really a good indication of how, how this uh, breadth in the market is. Uh, well, we'd like it to be a little better. Yeah, that's just been a problem for a while. And you can see how the relative strength line has just been really weak on this RSP versus the S&P. And just to speak to the breadth today, yeah, it was, it was a day. It was positive while even as the indexes were falling, it's only when the indexes kept on falling. So this was one where, you know, so today wasn't the worst on breadth. But yeah, again, you really want to see this power quite a bit above this area. It just snuck above it. And we're sinking again, and that's just a that's just a difficulty with bifurcated markets. Is like, can you really can the good parts pull up the rest of the market, or is it the other way around? It's hard to stay split for indefinitely. We've done it for a while, but there there's there may be some limits to that. All right, that ten-year uh, Treasury yield has been on a, a little bit of a winning. Uh, streak uh, several up sessions uh, in a row as money you know flows out of bonds lifting that 10-year yield it ran up to 3.76 percent today uh and you can see it it did uh, it did turn turn lower here but rising uh, rising interest rates i mean this this could uh, negatively uh, weigh on uh weigh on technology stocks here that might have been you know part of the part of the problem today yeah and you got to figure that's been part of the issue with home builders and we'll get to that you know with meritage you know so yeah pulled back at this and the stronger dollar which is related you know maybe it's going to start to have an impact at some point you know that that sometimes you can you know the market will ignore an issue and then at some point it can becomes yeah that's a problem i'm a little concerned and that can that can be a issue that it's definitely not a positive for uh for the broader market to see this coming up like it has all right. Well, we're uh, always interested in seeing how semiconductor stocks are acting. We had uh, interesting news between uh, Broadcom and uh, Apple today, but the Vanek uh, Semiconductor ETF, uh, ETF got pulled down uh, with the broad market here today. Really, really strong move uh, last week and just kind of drifting lower here, down 1.4%. Uh, you see anything uh, you like in chip stocks here, Ed? A lot of chip stocks were like this. The chips didn't look that bad today. And uh, it'll be very important to see NVIDIA earnings on Wednesday. That'll be important for chips. It'll be important important for AI because those are areas of strength. But yeah, drifting lower. It sort of run up. Uh, pullback was not a surprise. And you can see the volume had been pretty light compared to some of the gains we had seen last week. So uh, right now it looks, looks pretty normal. 
All right. We mentioned uh, strength in the U.S. dollar today, UUP. This is the sort of long dollar uh, ETF that we uh, track. And this one is uh, getting closer to its 200-day moving average. Uh, but, uh, you know, we did see, uh, you know, see the dollar strengthening here, which uh, can be a, a weight on, on the market. Uh, but that did not get in the way of uh, AGI, Alamos uh, Gold, uh, which, which rallied today and made a, a pretty good stand at its, uh, at its 50-day moving average today. Yeah, pretty decent volume too. Uh, you know, it rebounded. It sort of undercut the 50-day line, then rebounded. So that was a bullish move. You know, obviously there's always these swings with the debt ceiling talks and with the dollar and with other things. I know that could be an impact because clearly the higher yield yields have been a factor on gold. So if yields return higher, that could be an issue. But this was a bullish move. It was added to Swing Trader today. This was our stock of the day. Uh, you know, one reason about like if you initiate a position around here and it goes through the 50 day line, say it undercuts today's low, that would be a pretty good sign that maybe something isn't working, you know, just but uh, just knowing that there, there's a lot of macro factors out there that are going to drive this in gold prices. There sure are, no doubt about that. All right. Well, you mentioned uh, broad-based weakness in a lot of uh, a lot of different growth stocks and in different industry groups. Uh, you know, casino operators were weak. So let's uh, take a look at Las Vegas Sands LVS, which uh, had been making a pretty good test of its uh, of its fifty-day moving average, uh, but big sellers in the stock today. Yeah, it had this. It came it broke out of here, and you could really sort of see this all area was there and was leading the casinos, looking pretty strong came up here, uh, pulled back, okay, okay, that's fine. And then it just, it was at that level, just a really sharp sell-off. And now it's below the point that old buy point is invalid. Uh, the 50-day line and that severe break was also another uh, a sell signal. So pretty, two strong sell signals here. And this one was looking better than a lot of other casinos. So for this one uh, to come down like that was uh, really, really unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, tough, uh, tough day for growth stocks uh, overall, no doubt about it. Uh, let's uh, also talk about Meritage Homes. Uh, the home builders were pretty much weak across the board uh, today, and again, we've been talking about the rising uh, interest rate uh, scenario. It's not a slam dunk that the Fed is going to hike rates again uh, at the at the June meeting, but we looked at that ten-year Treasury yield, which has been running higher, and that has been uh, negatively affecting the uh, the home builders here. Yeah, that's clearly been the case. They actually held up pretty well given how much yields had come up. But at some point, this one really seemed to be come under pressure here. So uh, this one is initially broken in that sense of the, the buy point because the buy point technically it's getting underneath here and maybe the best buy point was here. But clearly it's round tripped of, if not a double digit gain, pretty close to it. And that's a pretty, str pretty strong sell signal, a lot of higher volume in recent days. So uh, not, not a real surprise that it's coming under pressure in this environment. But, uh, you know, it definitely shows you that things were looking so good for a while. It's like, hey, do we really need to take profits quickly or take partial profits? Well, again, you know, th this is a reason why that, you know, you may want to take some partial profits on the way up or be quick to take them on the way down because there's still this tendency, like with Meritage or Las Vegas Sands, you see some round trips or see big gains turns into small gains because of these kind of... Uh, retreats in this still choppy un uneven market. Well, this was the first day where we see uh, where we saw growth stocks really under a lot of uh, selling pressure. Many came down in, in volume. Uh, you mentioned uh, earlier, uh, you know, a lot of stocks in the medical products uh, group. I mean, you just look at uh, some of the uh, 
declines in intuitive surgical, for example, shockwave, uh, big, big, big uh, decline here. So uh, a lot of healthcare names uh, under under some pressure uh, as well. So you can see intuitive surgical coming right down to that 21-day uh, moving average. So we'll see what uh, tomorrow brings. We uh, You mentioned uh, we've got NVIDIA earnings uh, report uh you know, tomorrow we've got Palo Alto Networks reported after the close. This is a high-profile uh, technology stock, and this was kind of dancing around between positive and, and negative uh, territory, uh, and we see it up now. So uh, we'll dig into Palo Alto's uh, earnings report uh, tomorrow on uh, on IBD Live, I'm sure. So um, this could be a good news uh, for tech, but we've got NVIDIA earnings uh, tomorrow, and then we've got that key personal income uh, spending report Friday, where we'll get that personal consumption experience. Expenditures index, the Fed's uh, preferred uh, inflation gauge. And don't forget, uh, Wednesday, we've got the Fed minutes uh, coming out at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So plenty for the market uh, to digest here. Uh, tough day for stocks uh, today, but Ed, thanks uh, very much for your uh, uh, insight. We'll see what uh, what tomorrow brings. Uh, and I mentioned uh, we'll be talking about Palo Alto Networks uh, tomorrow morning on, uh, on IBD Live. Uh, looks like an initially positive reaction to earnings. So if you haven't uh, joined us on IBD Live, uh, be sure to do so. We go on the air uh, every morning, 9.20 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time, 6.20 a.m. Uh, Pacific. Uh, we talk the market, individual stocks, uh, trends. Uh, we do that for about an hour and a half. So uh, we'll see you uh, tomorrow morning. Just go to investors.com slash IBD Live uh, for more information. Uh, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Thanks very much. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.